Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It is that time, that special time, the guys of a certain age time. Robbie Koblenz in studio with both... Art Shirley and Jay Reed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, reunited. Jay just doubled his speaking time with that <laughs> delayed. <laughs> wow. I'm going to get some airtime no matter what. <laughs> oh, man. It starts earlier and earlier <laughs> each episode, doesn't it? I just, I want the record to reflect. Um, Mrs. Reed, that wasn't me. So that was the other one. So anyway, how are you guys doing? Doing well. Good. Doing just Fine. There you go. <laughs> wow. So the heat is kind of getting to you, you should, already. You should put a sped up effect on that. <laughs> All right. Let's speed into Geeks of the Week. What you got, Art? Okay. Mine's uh, a meeting that I got to have yesterday with an author, uh, uh, Tracy Griffin. Scott Tracy Griffin is the guy's name. He's uh, from Starville. Do you know him I'm talking about? No. He, uh, he uh, was born in Starville. He lives in California now. And for several years, he worked for the Edgar Rice Burroughs Incorporated uh, huh. Foundation. He's written, uh, he's written some books, the two that I'm familiar with that we talked about yesterday. Uh, one was Tarzan, the Centennial Celebration, which came out in 2012, the 100-year anniversary of Tarzan being created. And it's an art book, and it's a really nice coffee table book, and has uh, illustrations from authors. You know, I mean, from artists. Uh, you know, from the very beginning up until uh, 2012, includes a lot of Frazetta, some Neil Adams stuff, just a lot of stuff that I really liked a lot. And then uh, a few years ago, he came out with Tarzan on Film, a follow-up book to that. That which uh, is the sequel to Girls on Film by Duran Duran. That's right. That's right. And you actually open it up, and it plays that like one of those cars. <laughs> Tarzan on Film. <clears throat> do, 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 do. Tarzan. Tarzan. But uh, anyway, uh, so Jack Elliott, a friend of mine from West Point, and his wife, Kathy, uh, both of those are uh, friends of mine from way back. Uh, no, Tracy, uh, have, have met him. Uh, met him. He came to a book signing a few years ago, and I met him then, too, but they've kept in touch with him. And he comes here occasionally. His mother still lives just outside of Starville. And so he comes here from time to time, and he was in town, and, and we got together in West Point and had like a two hour, you know, talk cool. about Tarzan. It was just really, really exciting for Edgar Rice Burroughs fans that, yeah. Know, and, and talked about other things, Edgar Rice Burroughs too, but he could go, you know, just a wealth of information on, on books about Tarzan, including the ones that Edgar Rice Burroughs wrote or that were written about Edgar Rice Burroughs or Tarzan, the movies that have come out, you know, where things are now in terms of what's happening, which is not a whole lot, unfortunately. Uh, comics, you know, I mean, he knew, he knows these, uh, these comic book artists and stuff and, oh yeah, so-and-so was working on this issue and, and things, you know, he's been to the archives, seen all this stuff. So it was just, like I said, uh, a true geek moment for me because mm -hmm. I geeked out the entire time and, uh, had a copy. He signed my copy of Centennial last time he was here and I had gotten a copy of, uh, Tarzan on film, plug the music. Tarzan on film. There you go. Uh, I had him sign that for me, too. Just a really, really nice guy. A lot of fun. He, I went to Millsaps. I understand uh, we have some uh, friends in common that went there. But uh, uh, anyway, hoping to get together with him again sometime. But um, anyway, Scott Tracy Griffin is his name. Uh, he's in Santa Monica, California, and uh, an author, an actor, an adventurer, as his uh, uh, web page says. 
Uh, just really fascinating guy, though. It's a lot of fun to talk is he, to. Is he just Tarzan or any of the other Edgar Rice Burroughs? No, he's completely all Edgar Rice Burroughs. So he went, like I said, he talked about, we had talked about a crossover series. Remember the thing that was going to take you into all the different, yeah. there was a, a novelization or novels that were coming out that uh, crossed over into all the different worlds. So you had Carson of Venus, John Carter of Mars, uh, the Pellucidar series, uh, Caspak series, uh, and of course Tarzan. And, uh, and so he does all those things. And even the ones, there's, there's some things that he, you know, Edgar Rice Burroughs wrote westerns. He wrote mysteries. There's all kinds of things. I mean, there's a whole list of books that, you know. Is he still <laughs> involved in that as far as No, he career? left Edgar Rice Burroughs uh, Incorporated uh, three years ago, possibly. I'm okay. not sure. But he's still very involved. Of course, he's, he's writing the book and he does that kind of stuff. And he's still, uh, you know, he's been in conventions and stuff and still shows up with that. So he's very much still involved in the world of Edgar Rice Burroughs, although he's no longer employed by Edgar okay. Rice Burroughs. But he gave me a card. I've got a business card of his when he was there. So it's got the little official logo. It's very cool. Was he dressed in the loincloth? And- no, no, he <laughs> he was not. And I, it's funny you said that because I told Becky, I said, I'm really tempted to wear my pith helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge of the and she knew she did, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but I would have pissed him off. But, <laughs> oh, you just pissed off my mother. I, I, oh, wow. <laughs> pith is a perfectly acceptable word. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Sorry for that, but it was just really cool. I bet it was cool. Jay, is yours as cool as that? Probably not. <laughs> No, it is All right, so not. we're going to the last half. <laughs> what you got? So much Jay? for a short episode. Yeah. This was just a little short fact that I ran across. Apparently, I wish I could have dug more into the facts to make sure. But anyway, Geek Fact, I think Geek Fact on Instagram, I follow them, and they said in 1998, Sony had the opportunity yes. to buy all the Marvel they did. characters yes. for $25 million. That's right. Wow. What year was that? 1998. Yeah. Wow. Because I guess Marvel had gone through bankruptcy. They were looking for cash. It was just, you know, here you are. And they said, nah, we'll just take Spider-Man. Nobody cares about the rest. They will give you. Yeah, they were looking for cash in all the wrong places. So, <laughs> yeah, you could have gotten Marvel for a song and a dance. Yeah. yeah. So. And so, you know, hindsight's 20 billion, 20, <laughs> whatever. Well, yeah. But. Yeah. well, and that that's one of the reasons that, uh, you know, no one was interested in Iron Man back then. Mm-hmm. Because he was a big character. He was a yeah, big yeah, character. Yeah. You know. Um, I, I tell you, it, it is John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. That is the foundation of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. $25 million for Marvel. How crazy is that? Yeah. And I, don't, I, don't, I think I saw it, but I don't remember what they actually paid for the Spider-Man rights. But. I thought it was like 6 or $8 million, something like that. Yeah, crazy. I, I mean, Seven-something is yeah. what I remember seeing. But That's I, between 6 and 8. It is exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but... So anyway, not not a lot to discuss there except oh my gosh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy, that yeah. guy sitting there going, yeah, I made the call on that one. Yeah, it's like like Michael Dell telling right. Steve Jobs he should shut down Apple and give the money back to the shareholders when he came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, you're getting an iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> let's see who is where now. Yeah, so. that's right. You want fries with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. So, uh, my Geek of the Week is a little bit on a sad note. Ian Holm, Sir Ian Holm, passed away today. And Sir Ian Holm is most known to be Bilbo in Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. I didn't recognize the name right on. Yeah. Oh, my so, gosh. Chariots of Fire, Alien. Alien. He was Ash and yes. Alien. Yes. Oh, my gosh. He was in uh, The Fifth Element. And he's also in Greystoke. 
Uh, oh, is he? Yeah. yeah it just yeah, comes so all back around. That's right. That's all comes back to Tarzan. <laughs> or Doctor Who. Or Doctor I Who. I don't know if he was ever in Doctor Who. I'll have to go back. It seems like somebody that should have been in yeah, Doctor Who. Yeah, really. Or he should have been the but Doctor. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. He was a great actor. But you know what was real interesting? The BBC did a, uh, a live drama adaptation of Lord of the Rings back in the, oh gosh, it was probably the early 80s. Yeah. And Ian Holm was Bilbo. Uh, I before, mean, it was Frodo. Oh, okay. In Lord of the Rings. Wow. Yeah. How okay. cool is that? That is cool. And so he then he went on to be Bilbo uh-huh. and the Hob. Well, Lord of the Rings initially, and then in the uh, the initial sequences of the Hobbit before you know before they did the flashback mm-hmm. to get to uh, dude from the office, the British office. What's his name? Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh! Come Freeman. on, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Yeah. yeah. So, but he passed away today. Um, oh, that's 87, 88, mm-hmm. something like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, to me, he, he's always been, he, to me, he was the most iconic Frodo because that live, uh, cast, uh, presentation of Lord of the Rings, I've got it all on CD somewhere. Uh-huh. Phenomenal stuff way back when. So, you know what the Lord of the Rings. I'm familiar with the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yes. But you didn't know who Sir Ian Holm was. Well, H-O-L. once you said what he played. I, yeah, I mean, I, just yeah, for the name alone, I've forgotten that too. And yeah, I should know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot he was uh, he was Ash and Alien, which yeah. I need. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever watched Alien all the way through. Oh, you need to watch it. Um, so, uh, uh, not to necessarily promote another podcast, but Blockbusters release has released season two. Really, really. So, season one of Blockbuster, if you guys remember, it was a six episode, uh, the origins of Star Wars. It was Spielberg. And, and Lucas. Lucas, so Jaws, Star Wars, kind of in parallel, uh, fascinating podcast. Season two is James Cameron. Oh, okay. interesting. Yeah. So James Cameron, I believe, started working for Roger Corman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Initially, that's where he got his start. So uh, that, he was like a truck driver at first. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's I done mean, a little bit of everything. Yeah. So, and uh, so his, the uh, season two appears to be James Cameron, and yeah. the first episode drops. This week, a couple of days ago. Okay. So, anyway. That's just, interesting. Yeah, that'll be really good. So this may not be the blockbuster podcast you're looking for, but we hope you'll come back after the break because we're going to talk about remakes. And we are back, guys of a certain age. Hope that you are uh, surviving what is now becoming a warm summer evening. Wasn't that a Richard Marks song? Endless Summer Nights. That's what okay. it was. Okay. Endless okay. Summer yeah. Nights. What? You Summer nights. Wow, that is Jay's podcast musical debut because that was neither Art's throat bongos or my weird falsetto. So, wow. Man. Is that the right song? Yeah, that's, that's it. All right. Richard Marks. So, anyway, so we're not going to remake that, but we're going to talk about remakes. And um, so we're, we've been talking about, uh, you know, it seems like every few years Hollywood reinvents its or right. tries to reinvent itself with remakes. And Jay, you found this amazing website that we went down this rabbit hole with. Big rabbit hole. Yeah, gigantic rabbit hole. You can give the URL. We, the, I can give. And you need to put it in the show notes. When you write the description, put the URL in the show <laughs> in the notes. show notes. Yeah, in the show notes. <laughs> I'll see if I can in find the, description. the show notes. <laughs> well, the description. Oh, the description. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Close enough. Well, the show website. Notes. We is... have show notes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, show enough. On oh. uh, episode 75, we debut the show notes. Um, Actually, I think this is episode 77. It's right around there, yeah. Gotta look I think it's either 76 or 77. We're oh. finally older than art. Bison. Hey. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. That hurt. Okay. All right. So you need to Google it because it's one of those long URLs, but it's musicmagpie.co.uk. So Which if you means it's British. Put that in there. Yeah. And look up for um, biggest remakes or remakes. And this is more of a stats thing. It doesn't uh, choose the best or uh, anything like that as far as people's opinions, but there's a extremely long list of movies that you can click on and see what all the remakes were for each movie. And, you know, there were some movies that, you know, Yeah, and I was typing some in too. And Uh and some of them, they would have the remake that I knew, but they would not have one that I thought was a remake. And, you know, so I'm wondering how they define a remake. Mm -hmm. And and maybe we should define that as well. Is it a, you know, you can reboot something, you know, which is a different thing than a remake, but, uh, Anyway, this is a fascinating website. Yeah, and they talk about, like, what would your guess be? I know y'all have seen it, so you can't really guess, but the one that has been remade the most. And they went back to 1902, I think, in in evaluated movies. So this is a pretty exhaustive list. Um, But the one that— I think I saw this, so I I can—did you see it? I know what it is. Probably I looking, know what he's looking at it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So can we guess? Well, you can yeah, guess. Yeah, go ahead. Was it a Christmas Carol? It was a Christmas Carol. Yeah. Oh, how did I know that? Seven times. Seven times. And seven. And still going, probably. Yeah, and see, I wonder if that includes, you know, the does it have the American Christmas Carol in there? Does it, I mean some of the TV? So it's it's the thirty five Scrooge, uh, nineteen thirty eight a Christmas Carol, nineteen fifty one Scrooge, nineteen seventy Albert Finney Scrooge, nineteen eighty four George C. Scott a Christmas Carol, nineteen ninety two the Muppet Christmas Carol with yeah. Michael Caine, okay, so Muppets. the nineteen ninety nine Christmas Carol with uh, Jean Luc Picard, I mean Patrick Stewart, <laughs> yeah. And then the 2009 Christmas Carol yeah. with Jim Carrey. Well, see, so, I would include there. I know there was a Disney Mickey's Christmas Carol, if, if yes. you call it that, if uh-huh. you call that a remake. And then what about Scrooge? Well, see, that's what that's where I think the point uh, of, of difference comes from. Uh-huh. Scrooge is is inspired by Christmas the, Carol, the character, the main but character, it's not but necessarily not. a remake of Christmas Carol. Gotcha. Either the yeah. book it, or the, the it's movie. based upon. Based upon same thing with there was one um, an American Christmas Carol with Henry Winkler and as a Scrooge like character. Okay. So I think that and that's what because I would have considered it a remake of Christmas Carol, uh-huh. but I guess because it's not, you know, it doesn't follow the same plot lines or and doesn't include the same characters. That it's no, it's not. It's inspired by you know. So it's a reinterpretation probably. Of, okay. Probably of uh, so reinterpretation. That's a whole other yeah. episode. But I you know yeah. <laughs> And they've got a list of 13 other films which were remade five times. Uh-huh. Were you going to yeah. do that? Did I, I have, I have them written down, but no, go for Did it. Did I just steal your thunder? Oh, well, I just read it. So Some I'm... of those, like Brewster's Millions, I remember the most recent one. I had no idea that was an old movie. Yeah. And that's what I found with a lot of these. I would yeah. see that this has been a remake. I'm like, yeah. well, heck, Ocean's Eleven? I mean, I didn't know that was yeah. a How remake. How did you not know Ocean's Eleven was a remake? Yeah. Because I'm the not Brett that Peck. old. I remember I remember Ocean's Eleven was a remake. I didn't realize. And I do believe you're older than Robbie. Yes, That's you true. are. Yeah. That's true. And I didn't are. realize Angels in the Outfield was a remake. I yeah. saw that one, too. Uh-huh. But uh, like Brewster's Millions, was that, uh, that wasn't Richard Pryor, was it? I think you might be thinking about something else. Um, I, I thought it was John Candy. I can't get Punky Brewster out of my head, <laughs> okay. so let's just keep on. I'm moving. not sure. Yeah, that's not not a movie I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Well, I saw like Hunchback. You know, you've got the Disney Hunchback. You've got yeah. who knows how Well, five. We know how many. You've got a um, silent one with uh, Lon Chaney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got one with Senior uh, or Junior. That was Senior. Yeah. Yeah, silent was Senior. So Lon Chaney Senior with that one. You've got one with Charles Lawton. Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Sanctuary. Okay. That's actually my voice, not a clip from the movie. (laughs) 
Now, some of these I did know, like Jane Eyre. I'm not the Jane Eyre fan, but my wife loves that old English stuff. Yeah, my so, does too. I mean, how many, I know that she's watched a bunch of different oh, yeah. ones. Plus, and I think we've talked about this that before. Makes her, that makes her an airhead. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> okay. She hadn't caught up, so she'll it'll be a while before she yeah. this one. Wow. But like things like Emma. We talked about Emma yeah. one time. There's but I typed multiple. Emma in there, and I didn't see that. So really? I guess it's, yeah. That's yeah, surprising. Th- there's a couple in there. I mean, about last night, yeah. they, there was a remake of that. That's not listed in here yeah. either. So there's some gaps in their knowledge. Well, and so. I did Planet of the Apes, and the only one they showed was the Tim Burton version. And I guess because the 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 new one, the modern one, uh, Are, it's called it's not called Planet of the Apes. No, right? I mean they're 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 reimaginings. They're well, they kind of take place. They take place in the original Charlton Heston yeah. universe because they're, they're telling that. Supposed story. to be the preamble to those, yeah. that yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so they're not a true remake again. It's 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 more of a like you said. A uh, it takes place in that world, but it's a completely different movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, we could talk for hours about this. Let's remakes you like best, Jay. You have the floor, the mic, and the headphones. Well, the one one of the ones that came up, like I like. We used to watch the Three Musketeers movie the one that had um sutherland Kiefer sutherland oh yeah the was that the it was the four musketeers was the name of that movie right i think no there were two they did a three and then a four right it wasn't that one that one was just three there were four musketeers because what's his name just on ncis is was oh. the fourth well they had pal they had paul mcgann as the guy who screamed at d'artagnan and paul mcgann's next role was doctor mm. who in the doctor who tv movie as the backdoor pilot on fox in 1996 it all comes back to Dr. It Hill. does. Okay. But that's one that we've, I haven't watched it in a while, but we used to watch it a lot. And I don't, I don't, this may not fall into your definition. I think it does follow the story, but I like the Grinch. I like the, but if, but is that a remake of a movie or? Well, it's a remake it, of a cartoon. Remake of a cartoon. Yeah. Into so, a movie. And I, is this, is this, this is pr- primarily movies, right? Yeah. Thing yeah. Is, well, yeah. I mean, the new Grinch. I would consider that a remake. I would consider it a remake and an expansion. But they do. There is the. They do tell the story. The plot line that, is yeah, the yeah. same. So yeah. just yeah. with a lot of extra stuff. So do you remember the the big theme song hit from the Three Musketeers in 1993? Gosh, it's Brian Adams' song. Yeah, because he was doing all those things. Yeah, I don't remember the song, but I th- it was not only Brian Adams, but it's Brian Adams. Oh, it's Duet. Rod Stewart and uh, Sting. Oh yeah, because uh, everything I do. No, that's from Robin Hood or something. All for love. All for love. All for love. Yeah. Now everything I do, I do for you is from is from Robin Hood, and that started to me. Which is another one that's been remade. That's on the list of times, like five times. times. Uh Yeah. That was to me the decline of a Brian Adams. Mm -hmm. You know, once he did that love song, it's kind of like Kenny Loggins gets gets caught into movie soundtrack. You know, it's just the it's never the same. That's right. I don't know. I still like Brian Adams, but this is an age difference thing because. For me, the Three Musketeers and the Four Musketeers movies are the ones that had Charlton Heston as uh, Richelieu. Uh, yeah, and see, I, haven't, I haven't seen those. Yeah, those are the. Uh, I can't remember who directed those. It may have been Richard Lester, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But anyway, those are those are, are good to me. And then there were some back years ago in the 40s or whatever. With so Gene who was Richelieu in in the one we're talking about now? I can pick Burton, um, Tim Burton, Tim, Tim Burton. Curry, Tim, Tim Curry, Curry, Tim Curry. Curry. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that was a star-studded cast. You had Charlie Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland, Chris O'Donnell before he went down the bat pike. (laughs) (laughs) Oliver Platt, who I love Oliver Platt. Mm -hmm. He he was a great AG in the West Wing. Uh, Tim Curry and Rebecca de Mornay. Right. Rebecca de Mornay. Yeah. 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 So So. that that was 
I would put that probably near the top of our list. Do you have another? Because I've got like three here. No, you can go ahead with three. I got a bunch. I'll I'll come up with something. So the remakes I like best, this may be heresy in this group, and maybe it's the order of which I watched. I watched the Coen Brothers version of True Grit before the original. Oh, yeah. And I really liked. And I watched the John Wayne version later, and I really liked the uh, the, the modern True Grit. Um, that was like the number I, one remake in one of the lists that I. I hadn't at. thought about that one, but that's a great oh, it's remake. Phenomenal! Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm a fan of the first one. I saw the first one in the first theater. one was good. Yeah. You know? But uh, but yeah, the second one. I mean, that the remake. It's one of those that really, really, you know, I think holds up well against the original. Whoa! And I've got Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. It, it, I mean, we love that movie in my house. Oh, yeah. 11, 12, and 13. Oh, the remake, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Oh, uh, and it's, it's a far superior movie to the, the original. And that may be heresy. Maybe to guys of a certain age even older than I am. Yeah. But, uh, man, I mean, that, that Ocean's Eleven, the first one was just, I mean, just really, really hit well, everything. Well, it's Steven Sodenberg, yeah. you know, uh-huh. and you got Clooney, you got Pitt. Uh-huh. Um, I got a couple more. I'll let you jump one in. Okay. Um I've got a few here that I can go through real quick. Magnificent Seven, which is a yeah. remake of The Seven Samurai. Yeah. Uh, I prefer Magnificent Seven, which if you talk about heresy, there's a, there's true heresy it right really there. Is. And Kurosawa's great, but I mean, just in terms of me sitting down, and I've got a lot of uh, sentimental and nostalgic reasons to like Magnificent Seven. So you're talking about the original? I'm talking about the Yul Brynner version yeah. with Steve McQueen. Now, I did enjoy Not the one the, with Chris Platt. But I did enjoy Pratt, Pratt, yeah. whatever. Chris Pratt and Denzel yeah. Washington. Yeah. I did enjoy that one. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was a good movie. It's not something I go. I mean, I'll watch uh, the Yul Brenner version, you know, a couple times a year. In fact, Father's Day is coming up, and that's that's typically what the boys and I used to sit. Is down that and the watch. one where his face comes off? You see the no, circuit. but he does play the same character <laughs> in Westworld. Yeah, he's got the same costume on from that movie. Uh, but yeah, that's right. Uh, the Planet of the Apes movies, I liked. Um, uh, again, I was considering that a remake, but sure. it's not really. So I'm going to take that off the list. Uh, the King Kong movies. I mean, I mm-hmm. love the original from the 30s, from the 33. Did you see that in the movie theater when I it came out? I did see it in the movie theater. We could when it not came out. believe it. Yeah, when it came out. We were like, <laughs> first of all, you know, that there was sound. <laughs> was incredible. But, I mean, those backdrops, how did they How did they have that dinosaur in the background? <laughs> it's just crazy, man. Even though the scale seemed to change quite a bit. Uh, but then I love the the seventy six version of King Kong. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that's probably. I think I had a movie poster from that. Yeah, so. I know yeah. I did. Yeah. And I, I know I had a yeah. uh, Burger King glass. Uh-huh. Maybe King that's. Kong oh on. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I think it's still in. And it. I know it's a cheesy movie and stuff, but I just enjoy it. And the Peter Jackson movie to me was probably my least favorite of those. I mean, I, I like you the, and everybody. Yeah, else. it was just it was too much going on. Uh, one more that I'll in- mention real quick is the thing. Uh, oh. I love the uh, the version from the fifties. Yeah, uh, you know the Howard Hawks. He produced it uh, version, but I like the John Carpenter too. They're two very different things. I don't even know if they can be called a remake, except that they remade the source material. Yeah, with uh, John Carpenter's being much close to uh, who goes there, which is uh, who wrote that. Uh, who wrote that? Anyway, we, was, we've mentioned it before. So. That wasn't. Um, no, I don't know who that anyway, is. I'll have to look, we'll it, up. look it up. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, but and, and for a lot of people, the John Carpenter version of the thing is the definitive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a lot of people. Yeah. But uh, but I appreciate them both. They're very different things. And, and, and that was an error. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. And so that was an error because remember, uh, the thing came out, you had Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. They were all this, uh, the UFO thing was happening, but they were, they were all, you know, disguised uh, uh movies about communism more so than anything else oh that absolutely was the, that was the, what was really going on yeah and, yeah 
and the Red Scare. Um, I've got a couple others here. Uh, I really enjoyed the remake of The Mummy. I love yeah. that Brendan Fraser. Okay, that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not the Tom Cruise one. Not the Tom Cruise. No. Although I like that okay, but the one, the Brendan Brent, Fraser, that's oh, one of my favorite movies. That is so much fun. Yeah. You know? And it was the, it was what, what Universal should have done is started their Universal Dark cinematic, you know, universe with yeah. that mummy. Yeah. And, and really probably not gone dark, but gone fun that way. Yeah. Because yeah. that was just, I mean, that was a great movie. They, they, they kind of, uh, I think they diminished as they went. Yeah. But they were all entertaining. They were a lot of fun. But that first one was just really, really good. So do you know what role Brendan Fraser was up for not too long after The Mummy? I don't. Anakin Skywalker. Really? Imagine how uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith would be with Brendan Fraser wow. as Anakin. And to me, physically, he looks a lot more like Darth Vader because he's a big guy, yeah. big shoulders. Yeah. Think about that. The other thing, too, is he calls, you know, uh, Rick O'Connell. Is that the character's name from The Mummy? Uh, yeah. Uh, he... He is much more in line. He's an Indiana Jones type character. Yeah. So you could have had Anakin be a little bit more of a Han Solo character. You could have had him more as an adventurer instead of the whiner. You yeah. Know, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, you know. Yeah. True. It's you not know. true. And I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So it is what, what it been? is. Um, so I've got another uh, remake I like best. And it's not a movie. It's TV. And I didn't really think about this until I started going through your list this morning, Jay, that you sent um, Lost in Space. Oh, yeah. So which is a retelling of Swiss Family Robinson. Yes. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So you've got uh, you've got a couple versions of Swiss Family Robinson. Then in the in the 60s, they who 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 produced Erwin Allen. Erwin Allen yeah. took that with theme song by Johnny Williams. Yeah. Johnny Williams. Not John Williams, yeah. but Johnny Williams. Same guy. So so took the whole idea of the lost uh, shipwrecked family and put them in space. Right. And uh, that was a lot of fun. That was yeah. one of those shows I watched on TBS as a kid. Uh-huh. And uh, but the Netflix reboot, which I think is superior to any Swiss Family Robinson I've seen yet. Yeah. So um, just and also superior to the movie remake of the TV series. We don't even talk about that. Yeah. You know who? You know who sponsored that movie? They were all over that movie. No. Uh, Silicon Graphics SGI. Oh, really? Powering the future. Oh, okay. Yeah, with Matt LeBlanc as the pilot. Yeah. And yeah. Well, uh, I thought it was okay, but yeah. everything else I thought was kind of miscast. It, it was a little, little cheesy. Yeah. You had uh, Gary Oldham as uh, as Dr. Dr. Smith. Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We uh, we watched Air Force One this weekend with the boys, and Gary Oldham's the the Russian uh, terrorist. I that. Yeah, he he just plays creepy so incredibly he well. Does. So, but anyway, so any place Commissioner Gordon incredibly well. Did. Yeah, he certainly did. You so, know, going back to what your geek of the week, I mean, Tarzan has been made multiple times, yeah. has it not? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. There's a whole string of, of Tarzan movies, but there is um, uh, Tarzan the Ape Man. It uh-huh. was the first one made with uh, Johnny Weissmuller. Okay. And MGM has the rights to those movies. And that's sometimes what happens. What, what creates a remake is you may lose the rights to yeah. the character, but because you had the rights for that film, you can go back and remake that movie without getting the rights from the... Huh. From, or you've got to do a new version. Yeah, that's yeah, part of it keep, too, yeah. To keep the rights active. Yeah, so which is the reason okay. the whole... The whole... Four, the Fantastic Four terrible movie that oh, never was released was made. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so there's been... The, the, the site only listed two remakes of that. Because they had the one from '33 uh, that uh, Johnny Weissmuller and Martin O'Sullivan were in, that launched that whole thing, and then they had the one from 1959 with uh, Denny Miller, um, 
which was just in the in the previous book on Tarzan of movies, they called him Tarzan the worst. He was the worst, supposed to be the worst one ever. <laughs> and then you had the one with Bo Derek and Mississippi State alumni Miles O'Keefe. Uh, that came out that was also Tarzan the Ape Man, and they were able to do that because they had MGM had the rights. But it was Christopher uh, Lambert, right? No, that's Greystoke, Legend that's of great. Tarzan, which uh, okay. came out a few years later, which is a very serious movie, but yeah. not a remake of that. So it's yeah. another reimagining or another well, story, kind of like Planet they of the went Apes back or? to the source material. the The reason that uh, and the reason that Tarzan the Ape Man because the plot was similar. You didn't tell an origin story. You kind of picked up where with uh, Tarzan already, you know, a grown person and, and Jane ends up, it picks up from where Jane and uh, Professor Porter, and they call them different things sometimes, come back to, come to Africa and discover Tarzan mm-hmm. as opposed to getting the whole origin story. Gotcha. So. Wow. We started with Tarzan. We ended with Tarzan. Yeah. All right. Cool beans. All right. Great episode. We want to thank do we need uh, to yeah, how do you get the uh, uh, all right yeah, i know on those notes we're going to close out for this week we will see you next time stay safe <laughs>